Today's topic, how to write your newsletters in less than 20 minutes. Let's delve in. The podcast today is going to be focused on our amazing new topic where we say we're going to be talking about how to write newsletters that convert in less than 20 minutes. That's remarkable. And I know my audience will be super duper interested in knowing how that miracle is going to happen to write newsletters in less than 20 minutes. <laughs> You're listening to Smart Retalks podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, um, we realized here at Smart Retalks that a lot of people are actually not eating healthy. Busy people, entrepreneurs, you know, coaches are super busy, don't have time to go, you know, to the grocery store and get something healthy. So we prepared and packaged different amazing local food yes why we chose local food is so that you'll be able to have access to healthy food and get some of those rare you know vitamins or rare classes of food and have them functioning in your body and you have more time to focus and help those people you really want to help so it's actually on datechop.com which is focused on helping people have access to natural food stock and you can place your order and you get it from anywhere that you are yes so just place an order and that's it it's sent to you it's daychop.com d-e-y-c-h-o-p.com check the description and you see the link click and grab yours see ya welcome back Today on Smaru Talks, we have amazing Liz. And Liz Wilcox will be teaching us how to write newsletters that convert in less than 20 minutes. That's a miracle, guys. And we're about to delve into how to do this and make it work. Yes. And um, yeah, I'm part of you guys because I'm also going to learn how to write newsletters that convert in less than 20 minutes. So with a few um, conversation that we'll be having with um, Lil today, um, it's gonna help you understand so much about newsletters, how newsletters works, and um, some mistakes you perhaps have been making in your own newsletter and the things you can change. But before we delve right in, um, Liz, I wanted to tell us a little more about yourself and let's you know, learn about you behind the scenes and you know, things you do behind business and uh, even when you got started. Yeah, so uh, first of all, thanks for having me on. And thanks to all the listeners. I'm really excited. I love that you're saying it's a miracle. Because I'm like, <laughs> I feel like the mother Teresa of email marketing talking Ooh. to you. <laughs> um, but I got my start, I was actually a blogger. So a lot of email marketers and digital marketers, you know, they start off as service providers, and then they kind of go into, you know, more of the thought leader or expert. But I think I did it a little backwards. I started off as a blogger. And here in America, where I live, uh, we have something called RVs or uh, caravans. They are called in different parts of the country. You know, basically you live in a van, it's got a kitchen, a bed, you know. So I started off as an RV blogger. I was talking about um, my travels or my dream to travel around the United States. And I started my blog as a business. I knew I wanted to hit the road. I had no way of making money remotely. 
And, you know, I Googled it and everybody and their mother will tell you, oh, just start a blog. You'll be a millionaire in three years, right? We've all heard that story. So I said, oh, I'll, I'll do it in two years. Um, spoiler alert, um, I did not become a millionaire in two years. I'm still working <laughs> on it, but things are going pretty good. Um, but I, I realized, you know, listening to gurus, listening to podcasts like Joseph's, um, that the money, people always said, oh, I, the money is in your email list. Or if I could go back in time, I would take my email list more seriously. And because um, I was trying to, you know, make income quickly, I said, okay, well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to build an email list. And so I just started plugging along there. And then, of course, the gurus tell you the next step is to create your own digital product. And so I did that. I created my first book um, and it made like $7,000 in the first three months. And I tell you that because this book and Joseph, you don't know this story yet, so I'm, I'm interested to hear your or see your reaction. You guys won't be able to see it, but um, <laughs> it was a book about poop. <laughs> oh, my about, God. Like when you. <laughs> so when you when you oh travel around, obviously, you have to go to the bathroom and RVs, caravans, they have something called the black tank, and that's where you're sewage goes and so I wrote a book about all the crappy experiences that can happen when you're living on the road and so I mentioned that just as inspiration like if I can make seven thousand dollars off something like that whatever it is maybe you're listening to this driving in your car right now or you know while you're cooking dinner for your kids whatever the case is like whatever your idea is is a million times better than mine <laughs> and so if I can do it you can but I realized over the years you know of course I created other digital products um and when I realized email marketing was you know what it what it was kind of my it factor what I was really good at was I decided to create a digital course like everyone says right create a course and I had 141 people on the wait list wow. and I'm by the end of it uh you know by the end of the sale um I made 141 sales and so people were like, holy crap, how did you do that? And I was like, well, I know my email list. I know what they want. I sold them exactly what they wanted. I shared every little detail with them. And eventually I, I sold that blog in March of 2020 and went all in on the email marketing because I get so mad when I hear about people, oh, I created this course. It took me three months and I made one sale or I made two sales. And I'm like, no, there's a simpler way. There's a simpler way. And so, you know, I went, that's, that's a really long story of how I got into email marketing and how I got into writing these 20 minute newsletters and just, you know, getting to know folks through email. Wow. It's, it's an interesting story. I mean, thanks for sharing that. It's such a great story. I would love you to show us the book. I want to even see how the cover looks like. I really enjoyed your story and, you know, moving down, you know, creating an online business might quite be a fun story to tell. A lot of people will be like, okay, if that's how it is, I'll just jump into my own van and that's it. I'll start mine. If Liz did it, I, I'm just going to start mine that way, right? <laughs> but I think from what you just said, it's beyond just that. You know, like how were you able to find email to be your thing? Because that that is derived from all you said. How do you get to see email to be your thing? Like, how did you determine that niche in the entire space of digital marketing? 
Yeah, so like I was talking about with my um, the wait list of 141 people and then I made 141 sales, I did that all through email. I didn't, you know, maybe posted one or two things on social media, but it was an entirely email um, strategy. And I've never been into, you know, paid Facebook ads. Number one, when I was starting, I didn't have any money for that. Um, and email was the only thing I could really be consistent with. It was the only thing where I could sit down and, you know, I've got 20 minutes. I've got to work out this newsletter, just connect with the people that are on my list. I knew, you know, people that are on your email list, they've given you permission to market to them, right? They said, mm -hmm. yes, Liz, I want to hear from you. So I just sent that email uh, once a week. And when I got that success of the course, people kept asking me about it. And I said, oh, you know, it was my email. I set up a great foundation. I had a, a good welcome sequence where I, you know, if, you know, Joseph gets on my list, I, I tell him who I am, what I'm about, you know, show him some of my best content, tell him like, hey, I'm a business, I'm going to offer you paid products eventually. And just did that consistent uh, weekly newsletter. And I realized that was where I, I really, really shined everything else, you know, I saw okay results, right? Um, you know, if you're listening or even watching this, you can probably tell I have a pretty, uh, dynamic personality. So I always saw results, but with the, with the newsletter, it was something that I could do very quickly. I could connect with customers right off the bat. And that was, it was all about ROI for me. Um, if I can spend 20 minutes a week and, you know, make a few thousand dollars, that makes sense to me. It didn't make sense to, you know, trudge around on Facebook or Instagram or try to create a group or whatever. Um, but it, it totally made sense to me to just connect with my people through email, spend a little bit of time, create products that I knew made sense for my customer because I was talking to them once a week um, and they were giving me data. Um, and that's why I saw a lot of success with my course and other products and why I went all in on email marketing and why I think a lot of people, everyone should have email marketing. I am, on, I always say I'm a woman on a freaking mission to make sure everyone knows email marketing is for them. It is for their business. It doesn't have to be this complicated, you know, 90 day funnel that takes six months to figure out if it's even working right. Um, it can be this very simple thing. And um, it should be for your business because, you know, this is a lucrative pie and I want everybody to have a piece of it. Mm, yummy. I love it. it tastes sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh, Joseph, you're okay. hilarious. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. I love this. I love this. Okay. Now, you know, you talked about you putting together content and, you know, just communicating with people and telling them whom you are and, um, you know, that you're, you're a business and, you know, along the line, you're going to sell something to them. So what kind of content were you putting together? How were you getting your content ideas? Uh, yeah, well, basically there's two things. So in the beginning, I mentioned, uh, if you learn, if you learn nothing else from Liz Wilcox, I want you to go into your emails, whether you have a sequence or not. And I want you to put this somewhere in the welcome sequence. Um, I am going to offer free and paid resources, free and paid services, free and paid products, whatever. Put that 
sentence somewhere in an email. People need to know you're a business first and foremost, right? And then as far as getting ideas, I know a lot of people will tell you, um, and this is going to get me burned on the email marketing stake one day. I know it. <laughs> um, a lot of people will tell you, oh, in emails, you need to tell stories. People learn through stories. Even, you know, you can rewind this podcast. I've probably told you three or four stories already. But when it comes to your newsletter, when it comes to emails, you're probably not a storyteller. That's not why you got into business. Um you know, you, you got into business to serve something, right? You got it. When I was an RV blogger, I got into business to share my travels. I got, you know, and, um, you know, a doctor, like if you're a doctor finance blogger, like you're not a storyteller, you're a doctor or whatever. Right. So instead of telling stories and this is going to make create, this is going to make creating content for your newsletters and for anything else, super simple. Instead of telling a story, just give a personal update. This is how you can write a newsletter in 20 minutes or less. And by that, I mean just two to three sentences, just updating someone on something personal in your life. Now, it doesn't have to be super personal. Like, oh my gosh, I took my dog to the vet and they, he's got six months to live. Like, you know, you don't have to say that. Um, but instead of giving this story where you've got this beginning, this middle, this end, you know, we've all read those um, emails where someone's telling a story about when they were a kid and all of a sudden you're buying a $3,000 product and you're like, how the heck did they do that? Those are professionals. Leave that to the professionals. So just give a personal update. Like if Joseph was going to write his newsletter today, this is what he could say, you know, Hey, Liz, I just got off a podcast with this girl named Liz. She's really funny. She told a poop joke. I can't wait to publish this thing. Anyway, here's what, you know, here's your content for the week. Here's the podcast I released this week. That's the entire newsletter. It took me, what, uh, seven seconds to say that? It'll probably take you 10 seconds to type it. That's the entire newsletter. Um, let's say, you know, maybe it was raining at your house this morning, you know, Hey, first name, uh, it's raining today, but I just want to make sure I get my email newsletter out. That's the entire personal update. It can be just two to three sentences. And it, the beauty about it is, is it makes you a person, right? You're telling someone something personal without getting too personal, but it's just making that real connection. Like I've got my phone in my hand right now. Joseph calls me, Hey Liz, what's up? Oh, nothing. I'm just, you know, my dogs won't start bark, stop barking. What's up with you? Like, that's the personal update. We all do those all day long with each other. Why not in the newsletter? Why are we trying to force these stories out of ourselves if we are not professional storytellers, right? Mm -hmm. Leave the storytelling for when it really, when you're really trying to make a real connection or you have a great story to tell. If you're, you know, if you do the same thing over and over again, it can feel really daunting to try to pull a story out of your everyday. So just give a personal update and then transition into the content, whether you're putting out a blog post or sharing, you know, an article someone else wrote, or you just want people to, you know, join your Facebook group or whatever. And you can transition very quickly. I'll give, I'll tell you, write it down. Any, all caps, anyway, dot, dot, dot. What I really wanted to talk to you about was my podcast, my Facebook group, my new blog post, my new service, whatever. It can be that freaking simple. That's how you write a newsletter in 20 minutes or less. 
Awesome. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I love this. You know, now it takes us into this part of, okay, let's say, okay, fine. You're saying I've seen emails that are looking so sweet and you know, beautiful. How about images? How about videos? And how long should my, you know, my text be? Should I just express myself so well? How about the, you know, the images, the videos? How can I add that? Is it necessary or should I just take that out of my emails completely? Yeah, well, number one, what, you know, everything that I tell you, anything that Joseph tells you, anything, whatever kind of online content, you've got to think critically about it for yourself. So what is best for you? What fits your personality the best? And what kind of people are you trying to attract? Like my website, you go to lizwilcox.com. Holy crap, there's a ton of color. I have a video right there on the screen. Um, you know, you're hearing me right now. You can, like I said, you can tell I've got this dynamic personality. And so I want to put that at the forefront. So of course I use a lot of GIFs. I use a lot of video. I do a ton of podcast interviews because I want people to hear me, right? Mm -hmm. Not just, you know, I I know I can stand out, but what is, what is your personality say? Do you want to do video? Do you like to do video? Yeah, sure. Video is, you know, the stats will tell you video is king or whatever, but if it makes you nauseous to do, don't do it. Like <laughs> start small, right? Mm -hmm. Or if you're, think about who your audience is. Another thing about the storytelling versus personal updates. If you are talking to a bunch of busy stay-at-home moms or working moms, it doesn't make sense to tell them a story once a week. They don't have time to be reading that. It doesn't make sense to make a 20, 30-minute video. They don't have time to listen. But if you are talking to um, you know, someone who's trying to find a job, maybe you're a resume writer, it makes sense to make longer content. Because that, that's kind of their job in the moment is to find a job, right? So they're going to spend more time on it. Does that mm, make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So really think critically about who your person is and then who you are. Um, you know, the biggest thing when people say, oh, what's, you know, what's your biggest success to date, Liz? I'm like, I'm still in it. I'm still doing interviews. I'm still writing newsletters. I haven't given up. So you've got to create a business, you've got to create videos, newsletters, whatever content that is actually going to make sense for you and to have you keep showing up. Like Joseph asked me earlier, how did you get into email? And really it was, you know, it was the most bang for my buck. I didn't have a lot of time. I lived in 200 square feet with a toddler. Like I just had to get content out there. And the easiest thing for me was to write a very quick newsletter. And so think about how much time do you have? What do you like to do? Business should be fun. If you, if you're watching the video, you can see I've got, I've got like in-sync posters in the background. Uh, you know, usually I'm wearing a headband. I'm telling jokes. You know, I meant, I mentioned poop in the first 10 minutes of this podcast, <laughs> you know, I'm having fun. So you've got to think about how can you have fun? And then rule number two, like, don't overthink it. Sure, sure. You know, you mentioned earlier that you, you started with a blog and people are going to be like, oh, sure, you started with a blog. That's mm -hmm. how you got your audience. So that's that's why I want to ask you right now. So how can people starting from scratch build their email list? 
where they, they don't want to start a blog, for example. Yeah. Like, how can they just get into building their audience from scratch? Maybe they're offering some service somewhere, right? How? Oh my gosh, I love this question because I actually sold that blog and I had to start this email marketing thing from scratch. And I, ha- I have somewhere in the background, another business where I had to build up the audience and that also does not have a blog. So I don't, I sold my blog cause that's just too much. Like creating all that, all those blog posts. Like, like I said, I don't like to do anything that's not fun. And that was not fun for me. Um, so basically how I suggest everyone start an email list is if you have a Facebook uh, profile or maybe you've got, you know, your old email or you've got Instagram, something, you've got to, first of all, get a service provider, you know, ConvertKit, ActiveCampaign, MailChimp, whatever, just pick one, it doesn't matter. And set up a very quick landing page. You know, this is, this is Justin's, like, you know, newsletter about plants. This is Vincent's newsletter about whatever, right? And then you go to your Facebook profile, you go to wherever you hang out on social media the most, and you say, hey, you know, I love plants so much. I'm gonna start giving advice on how I grow all my succulents or how I crochet or whatever it is your thing is. And say like, sign up here, I'm gonna give my best tips and tricks away and get people to sign up that way. That's how I started my very first email list before I knew it was gonna be a blog, but before I even had blog posts, I had heard about email marketing. So I was like, I need to start a list. And so um, I did that. And that's what I did with this email marketing thing. I said, hey guys, you know, as you know, you know me as an RV blogger, but like I make money because I email people. I'm gonna tell you everything I know about email in this newsletter. I didn't have a website. I didn't have a Facebook page. I didn't have an Instagram account, but dang it, I set up that convert kit and I got that landing page and I got my first hundred subscribers in a week without a website, nothing. And then you get those people on your list and you just send out an, send out an email, you know, whether it's two people or 200, right? We all start somewhere and say, Hey, do you know anybody who loves plants too? Needs help with email needs help with digital marketing, whatever the case is, and say, please, you know, please send them this landing page. If you don't hype yourself up, if you don't ask people to share you, no one is ever going to do it for you. Unless you are independently wealthy and you can just give Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook all your money day after day to build your list like that, raise your hand. If that's not you, because that's, that's, I'm not, that's raising not me. My hand. I still don't pay for Facebook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So it's not, you know, if that's not you, this is how you've got to do it. You just, you have to take five seconds of bravery and ask people, hey, will you join my email list? Hey, do you know anybody that's interested in X? I've got an email list where I'm going to share all my tips and tricks, whatever. Right. And just keep doing that. And then you do podcasts like Joseph's, you do, you know, where are your people hanging out online? Go into those Facebook groups or share, look at those hashtags, get on those podcasts, get media. You have to hype yourself. Nobody wants to hear this. Everybody wants to hear how to build your list, but nobody wants to actually do the visibility. I do podcasts all the time. I've done, oh my gosh, I don't know. Like 
10 in the last 30 days or something. I'm on the phone with people all the time. And that's how I'm building my list organically without paid ads. You've got to put your face out there. And look, if you're watching the video, my face is getting red talking about it. You know, it's a little, it's, it's scary to put yourself out there. It's, you know, even just talking about it, I'm like, oh no, I don't want to be visible. I want to hide in the corner and just hope somebody gives me money, but that's not, <laughs> that's not what you do. You've got to put yourself out there. And the more you put yourself out there, the more people will put themselves out there, right? Joseph's going to share this. I'm going to share his podcast. He's going to grow. I'm going to grow. It's great. Yeah. I love that you said hype yourself, hype yourself, because you, you were sending me back to my memory lane. You know, how when I first started my podcast, it was hilarious, like so funny. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just delving deeper into this. This is fun. This is so much fun right now. Even though you mentioned convert kits and other, that was what I, I wanted to know more about. You know, some people would be like, oh, come on. What is the best email automation tool to use? And um, some people will tell you to use ConvertKit, to use MailChimp, to use um, maybe all these funnel builders, they have theirs integrated. Some people will tell you to use that. But from your experience, what do you think is best for people to maybe use or why they should use whichever they want to use? Yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm not a tech guy. Like, I don't it doesn't, the software doesn't matter. Like what matters is getting your butt in the chair and writing those emails. But if you are a tech guy and you're like, Liz, that's a cop-out answer, just tell me. I, I personally use ConvertKit. I've mentioned it a couple of times. ConvertKit is great for the creator, for someone who's gonna write a newsletter and you know you wanna sell products, but you're not very techie. I'm not very techie, oh my gosh. I outsource everything to do with tech. I, I don't even update plugins on my website. Like somebody else does that for me. Um, but I like ConvertKit because it's very simple. You know, you open it up, you can see how many subscribers you got that day. Uh, you can see all their names. You can, you can tag people very easily. Right. So it's like, you know, picture yourself putting a sticky note on somebody that says like, Oh, they clicked this link and a sticky note. Oh, they clicked this other link. Right. That's tagging um, and it makes it very easy to send out a newsletter. It's relatively inexpensive. It is $30 a month. I believe nowadays they have a freemium, you know, it's free up to whatever. I've always okay. paid for it, so I'm not sure. Um, but I always tell people if paying the money is like too much of a nail biter, I never want you to spend money that makes you nauseous to spend money. That's not cool. Um, go with something like MailChimp. It's free up to 2000 subscribers, I believe, and yeah. it will do the job. Now, if you are someone who does a ton of webinars, you've got kind of this more built out business and you want to make email marketing uh, more of a focus. I have heard great things and I've seen uh, behind the scenes active campaign. That is something that is really very it's more robust. It's a more robust system. Uh, ConvertKit is kind of going that way, but they're not quite there yet. Um, so I recommend checking out ActiveCampaign as well. Um, if you're someone that likes really beautiful newsletters, you want, you know, you want a frame and, you know, your beautiful logo. That's not me. Um, my newsletters look like they were sent from your grandmother. Um, they're just <laughs> type. Um, but if you, if you're a designer, um, 
I've heard great things about Flowdesk. They have very beautiful um, templates and things like that. Cool. Okay. This part is, is, is very much kind of techie still because a lot of people will be like, how am I going to sure. know who opened my email? Or I know all that is sometimes displayed inside, but some people I was listening to one of my favorite podcasters, they were talking about how they add special, um, like special um, bots to emails. So they know some people open the email, but they don't read it. So with the bot, they track when the person scrolls to the bottom, to the end of the email, and automatically they, they get a notification. And I was like, wow, that's great. But is I don't know if that's ever available inside of our general, you know, um, email provider convert it and the rest. No, I don't. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't believe that's available in ConvertKit or something like MailChimp. That sounds really advanced. Um, unless you're really going to go super into email marketing and, you know, you, you are a complete like data freak, Excel spreadsheet lover. Um, I think that's really quite unnecessary. <laughs> um, you know, that's something that I would probably have. Um, but it's email is literally my job and it's my job to keep up on that stuff and know that. But I think for the general person, um, that's really unnecessary. It would probably be an extra feature you'd have to pay for. Um, and also I know Apple, the iOS system or whatever it's called, they are coming out with something that blocks those types of things and even blocks whether or not you open the email. Mm -hmm. So that's something we'll have to keep our pulse on. It's, uh, it's halfway through 2021 right now at the time of this recording. So I'm sure in the next six to 12 months, open rate is going to be a different met metric, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, felt, I felt kind of um, bad, I would say, for small businesses because it's going to really affect them. I mean, the iOS update is going to really affect them. Those people trying to use those methods because um, I don't know if they're trying to sell those, you know, they're trying to preserve people's cookies and tell you you have better security and things like that. But I don't know if there's a plan in the future to now say, okay, hey, we are selling this to you and there, there's going to be some agreement, you know, things like that because of our customers, you know, things like that, things change. And uh, I didn't really trust every update. I, I kind of check all around about each update coming from any company. You get it. <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah. Well, we'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to come back in six months and I'll let you know my thoughts on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let, let's look into that. Let's look into that. So moving on to the second to the last part of this podcast today the last okay. part of it I am um, this is so much fun I want you to like give us a, I know you you said a lot of things that matches all to one thing but I want you to give us like a step-by-step -step process or you know just like a breakdown I'll call it KPIs for us to go through in order to put down our newsletter in 20 minutes what is the first thing to do from the research and all that to um, sending it and feedback and all that? Sure, sure. So basically it all starts with the subject line. You wanna write a subject line for a friend. 
you don't write it like SEO, right? If you were writing a blog post or trying to get on Google, you know, you would say 10 ways to write a 20-minute newsletter or something. That's not what you're going to say in the inbox. It's just like when you go to an actual mailbox. When you pick up your phone and, you know, you click on Gmail or Outlook, whatever you use, you're looking for something just for you, right? Like, oh, Joseph sent me something. Awesome. He must have a new podcast out right? That's what you're going to click on, you know, and we all know the spam or the stuff we know dang well, we're never going to open, but it just sits there, right? Or we delete it automatically. So you want to be that bright spot that, holy crap, listen, email. I've been, I'm, I can't wait to see what she has to say this week, right? That's what you want. And you can start doing that just with the subject line. So instead of saying, you know, five ways to write a newsletter in 20 minutes or less, maybe you say something like, uh, you know, it's a miracle I wrote this in less than 20 minutes. Or uh, as Joseph said earlier, uh, you know, uh, meet Liz, she's an angel, she's an email angel or something like that, that stands out. That's something that you, like if Joseph was introducing me to another podcaster, he would literally write that in the subject line, right? Like, oh my gosh, you can, you've got to have her on your podcast or something like that, right? That's something for a friend, somebody you know. And then, you know, you just go into the hello, the personal update. Like I said, that should only be two to three sentences. If you really actually did have something interesting to to say, you know, or that happened to you, it could be longer, but it only has to be a couple sentences long. Then you transition into your content. Remember that sentence. Anyway, dot, 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 what I really want to talk about is, and as you, as you write, of course, you're going to be able to vary that up. Then you just go into your main content. Uh, and this is where kind of Joseph was saying, if you needed to do research, right, or something just very quickly, you know, find the content you want to talk about, whether it's you're giving three tips right there in the newsletter that says, oh, you know, first you want to do this, then you want to do this, or you're, you know, hyperlinking to something else. And then just make that very, um, make it very obvious, whatever your call to action is. If you just want them to hit reply, say hit reply, right? If you want someone to click a link, say that. Don't just say like, click here and have a little itty bitty hyperlink. Make the whole sentence hyperlinked, right? And say, you know, click here if you are interested in writing newsletters, um, but you don't have a lot of time to spend, right? And that way it's very obvious you want who you want to click, right? And how they can get there. Um, and then you just sign off and all that should take you 20 minutes or less. And it took even less than the same 20 minutes and way to say that. <laughs> right. Yep. And yeah. that, that's the whole shebang of it. Yeah. 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 Super cool. Okay. Um, I'll move on to the last part of this, which is, we call it the fun part where we ask you fun questions. They can actually throw you off balance or keep you in the flow. So are you ready? <laughs> I'm, I'm ready, Joseph. Are you ready? Okay, I am ready. <laughs> okay, the first, okay, the first phone question is this. <clears throat> um, you said you're ready, right? So the first phone question is, who is your favorite singer? And you are going to sing that song for about one to two minutes. 
I'll sing it for 10 seconds. <laughs> but my favorite, my favorite singer, uh, if you can't see my background, I have NSYNC. I'm going to move my camera. Yeah, I have I can three see NSYNC. If you don't know who they are, they're a boy band from the late 90s. Um, and my favorite song of theirs is probably a little obscure. I won't sing that one. Gosh, I'm a terrible singer. Wow, you really are not. I was like, he ain't gonna knock me off my chair. I'm Liz Wilcox. Um, let's sing Tearing Up My Heart. So it oh, hit him. <laughs> it's tearing up my heart when I'm with you. But when we are apart, I feel it too. <laughs> and no matter what I do, I feel the pain with or without you. All right, there you go. <laughs> okay, that song was just for me, I guess, and, and it's cool. So you, you, I, I hope I didn't make somebody cry because I'm a part. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, really awesome. It's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. Really awesome. I love this. I love this. Okay. Okay. That was good. That was really good. So this is just the last phone question and uh, <clears throat> it's even simple, I guess. So I believe okay. you're ready again. So the last phone question is, um, what's your favorite food? And um, in just about two to three minutes, you're going to walk us through how to cook that food. Yes. So you can talk as fast as possible. So in two to three minutes, that's oh yeah, what you have. sure, sure. <laughs> okay, so time on the clock. My favorite food is steak, and so first you want to go to the grocery store. You want to pick out your favorite cut. I personally like ribeye. You're gonna come home. You're gonna get a nice uh, pan. I like to cook it on a pan because I can't start a grill for the life of me. Um, just Take the pan, put some butter in it, preheat that pan. I just turn everything on high. And once the butter is all melted, you know, swish it around so there's no dry spots on the pan so it doesn't stick. I just slap that bad boy right there. Um, I let it cook on high for, well, maybe I turn it to medium high at this point. Um, let it cook for about three to four minutes. I turn it over. Uh, with my fork, um, let it cook for another three to four minutes. Then I usually, because I'm impatient, uh, you know, steak lovers will sue me for this, but I usually cut it to see uh, how it's going in there because I can never tell. And usually it's way too early. So I've got to flip it over again for a couple more minutes. <laughs> um, and I just keep flipping it until it's a good medium pink in the middle. Mm. Bada bing, bada boom. You got yourself a steak, baby. Usually about less than 10 minutes. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Fantastic. I told you, I do stuff quick. Yeah. He, he said mean, two to three minutes. That was probably about 30 seconds. It. I do things it. quick, baby, including <laughs> newsletters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> newsletters. That's it. That's it. So thank you so much for coming on Smiley Talks podcast. Yeah. Really appreciate having you on. And uh, yeah, before we close the curtain today, um, I don't know. I believe, you know, with so much experience, you, you have courses on and trainings or coaching. You know, you do coach people on how to become amazing newsletter um, writers. But those that want to maybe go into the newsletter um, email writing, let me put it that way. Those that want to go into email writing, um, you know, as a business, I believe you do coach them. So how can people get in touch with you? 
Yeah, sure. Of course, I'm the email marketing lady. So I want you to join my email list and all the details will be there. You can go right to lizwilcox.com. Uh, if you scroll the page, you'll see how many times I ask you to join my email list. That's just another side note. If your homepage doesn't have that, make sure you've got it. I've got it five times. Uh, join my list, get my email swipes. I talked about setting up a great welcome sequence. I talked about newsletters today. I've got all of that for you in a freebie. You get an entire welcome sequence already written, three newsletter examples and 52 subject lines. So you never have to think about what to write again. That's completely for free at lizwilcox.com. Once you get on my list, of course, I'm going to start emailing you um, and you can see all my offers there. Awesome. I really love the lead magnet. It's a powerful one. Irresistible. Um, I'll go grab mine too, guys. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Some other people think so too. Oh my. Awesome. So thank you so, so much. And we look forward to having you in more and more of our podcast, Liz. So make sure to have an amazing day. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Discover yourself, grow and transform your world here at Smiley Talks with your host, Joseph Paul Smile.